1: Put on your critical thinking caps and please refrain from hugging. It's time for Dimland Radio with your host, Jim Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons.
0: Hello and welcome to Dimland Radio on the Z Talk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I am your host, Jim Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. Remember, I'm not really a doctor. I Display Doctor online. I was going to try to do this show with the headphones on. I did a little uh, volume experiment and all that, you know, uh, with the music that I play, on, you know, the intro stuff and all that and going into commercials and then my speaking to see if I matched up a little bit. I, as I said last week, I'm working on trying to, you know, my, my show tends to be loud compared to other shows because I of how I've got stuff set up. So I'm ten. I'm trying to tamp that back a little bit. So if you're listening to this show and then another podcast comes up afterward and gets real quiet, or you're listening to some other podcast that's real quiet, and then you listen to mine and real loud, I don't want to blow yours out. Yeah. But anyway, but I try to keep the volume consistent throughout the show. So that's, that's you know, so at least I'm not up and down. Because sometimes uh, that can happen uh, with some podcasts uh, that I've noticed. Anyway, uh, I learned something this past week, I learned that uh, uh, a black eye can be caused by a sinus infection. And I said as much on the Facebook. I just put it up there. I learned that a you know, I learned today, or whatever it was, uh, that a black eye can be caused by a sinus infection. And that brought about the uh, the obligatory and uh, inevitable um, jokes about Amy punching me. Because you know spousal abuse jokes are always funny. I'm I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm not that. You know. I it's you know, if you knew Amy how mild-mannered she is. That's where the joke is. It's just, she's so mild-mannered and you know and 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 Amy and I our relationship is you know we we rarely get into arguments with each other. <laughs> and when we do we immediately apologize to each other. It's just it's we not you know she might say I'm stop yelling at me when I'm just you know, just contradicting her a little bit. I'm not yelling. Uh, this, I don't, you know, no, I've yelled once in a while, but not, not at Amy. This is uh, maybe once <laughs> maybe or twice in our 22 years together, uh, married together. Um, anyway, so it's just, it's, so that's where the joke is. If somebody knows Amy, like one of my friends that made the comment, she, he, you know, he knows her. And he knows what she's like. And it's just like, yeah, she's very, she's very mild-mannered. It's, 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 it would be way out of categ- uh, char- character for her and for me to do any kind of abuse kind of thing. Because we're not, we just don't do that. So, anyway. but uh, um, And then people were saying all kinds of things. Like, you know, about in that realm and all that. And then at some point I said, hey, did I say I had a black eye? Does my post say it? I said, I learned that black eyes can be caused by sinus infections. I learned that. It just doesn't mean that I have a black eye, even though I do have a black eye. (laughs) And I I think I do have a sinus infection, and it's been bothering me for several days now. I mean, like more than a week or something. It's just been... And I haven't had a chance to... um, talk to my uh go to the pharmacist and say look uh, what can i take to deal with this and uh uh, to deal with a sinus infection that won't interfere or or counteract my uh, blood pressure medication because you may not know this but i have high blood pressure and i've been taking medication for it since i was 28 i that's yeah it's pretty young to get high blood pressure but that's 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 what i was and i guess you know some family members like grandmother or something like that had high blood pressure at a fairly young age so maybe it's something that happens but anyway and you know me being as pedantic as i am and and as uh, hyper vigilant as i am uh you know is it a wonder that i'd have some high blood pressure (laughs) when things annoy me so much you know yeah i know i know anyway so uh i haven't gotten around to doing that Uh, i've been taking tylenol and that helps because it it's an anti-inflammatory so it helps a little bit but anyway um it was it was one day last week. It was in the evening. I was at home. I uh, uh, had gone to the bathroom. was washing my hands, and I looked in the mirror. That's right. I wash my hands after I go to the bathroom. I looked in the mirror, and I saw uh, um, some some schmutz underneath my uh, my right eye, just on the bottom lid, uh, over toward the ear side of the eye. You know, and, I, and my right eye. And I, oh, and earlier that day at the shop uh, where I work. Uh, it's a silk screening shop we print t-shirts and that and I was getting some ink for one of the printers and I had some, I got some ink in my hand and it was blue ink uh, a little bit of that so I'd clean that off but I thought did I get some blue ink on my eye I thought oh that's what it is so I start washing at it and it's not going away and it felt a little tender and I thought wait a minute is that a shiner? Have I got a shiner? how in the hell did I get that? I don't remember bonking my eye into anything you know uh, uh, the dog didn't swat at me when and when we were you know play wrestling with each other she did, at least not didn't catch me in the eye or anything i i really had no recollection but you know i'm one of those guys that will be doing something and will you know cut my hand or something get a little scrape and i don't realize that i've done it and then hours later i'll look at my hand and I'll say where the hell did that cut come from you know, it'll be things like that. I'm one of those guys that, that'll have that. Or, or, or on my shin, all of a sudden, there'll be a, like a scab or something on my shin. I'll look at it and say, when did, I, when did I do that? When did I bang my shin into something? And it's and I have. It's just that I forgot doing it or didn't think it was a big deal when I did it. And then later I see that, oh, I scraped my shin a little bit. Oh, okay. Well, you know, it'll heal. And it does. But this, you know, I, I, where in the hell did this come from? So what uh, ended up happening is like the next day, I uh, went to work and I'm showing off the shiner. And the fellow that I work with in the office, uh, he, he said, well, you can get that from a sinus infection. I said, what, really? He said, oh, yeah. it's, it's He says, I get them. He gets sinus infections quite regularly. And uh, I had taken last Monday off of work because I was not feeling quite right. The, the, the Sunday before, I, I was feeling not quite right enough to take a COVID test, which I tested negative. And I thought, well, okay, um, maybe I'll take tomorrow off, and I'll if I'm still feeling this way, uh, or if I get worse, I'll, I'll test again, uh, which I didn't. Uh, I know, but I didn't feel worse. It just, but this is this weird kind of not quite headachy, but sort of not quite body achy, but sort of, and just this weird kind of light buzz going through my body a little bit. It's it's a strange sensation. It's a, it's just weird. And so the guy that I work with, he's he's describing, you know, I took that Monday off. I came back the next day and talking about some of the stuff, and he starts describing all the symptoms he gets with the sinus infection. I'm just ticking them off on my list of everything that's happening right there, and I do think I have it because I'm I'm feeling that pressure in this nasal area in my, of my face that I've been noticing that. And It's okay. So then when the black eye shows up and I'm, I said, look, I, I don't remember bonking myself in the eye. Well, that's when the guy I worked with said, you can get them from sinus infections. Now it's a little different than an impact impact uh, black eye, you know, where you, you you bonk yourself or you get punched or you have uh, like uh, you might have some uh, nose surgery, nasal surgery or nose surgery or something kind of which can cause bruising around the eyes and things like that. It's, 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 it's not from an impact. It's 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 the as i understand it it's like the the because of the swelling inside the nasal area of your face blood sort of tends to pool in some areas because it's hard to get flushed through like it's supposed to and it tends to pool and the skin around your eyes is very thin uh which shows you know, which shows the bruising or that the discoloration because of the blood pooling around in there it shows it much more um uh, readily than say if it was on your cheek or you know on your on your thigh or something like that, you're not going to see it as much because the skin is thicker around those areas. and and add to the fact that uh, when you get older, that skin around your eyes gets even thinner. and that means that's another sign of I'm getting older, <laughs> which is weird. I, I mean I'm fifty nine years old right now. I am older. Um, so anyway, so I did, I did in fact, uh, I do in fact have a black eye. It's still working its way out. And, and it seems pretty likely that it's come from a sinus infection that seems pretty likely is what I'm suffering from right now. <sighs> so there you go. Yeah. Um, and it's cold. It's been cold up here in Minnesota, in the Twin Cities for a while now uh it, it's 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 survivable it's not that kind of cold where where the temperature gets down below zero and it stays below zero for days and uh, the high temperature doesn't even get anywhere near uh you know going over zero we've had those happen we've had the polar vortex kind of thing and i've heard people talking about maybe this is a polar vortex i haven't heard it official from weather people so yeah i'm not going to get Two up on that, but, but the the idea of a polar vortex, if you don't know, it's 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 a deal with the the jet stream up around the Arctic, up around the North Pole. The jet stream is this river of air, this current of air that goes around in the atmosphere. And nor if it's a good strong jet stream, it keeps that cold air locked up in the in the the Arctic region. And in the winter, that jet stream can start to bend a little bit and come down south if that's what it does and this so the cold air from the Arctic can start to slip down. And I guess when when a polar vortex is being is affecting things up there, it weakens that jet stream even more, which drops it even lower so that cold and that so the even colder air comes down even more south. And so you get those really super cold air and, and uh, uh, days on end you can get. Well a few days anyway and but it's at this point it's it, it hasn't gotten that absolutely cold you know. it's it like that it's it's cold but this isn't too out of the ordinary for for winter you know it, in minnesota we're good for at least one week of really cold temperatures and it goes back to the average for the month or whatever time period it is it's usually sometime in january you might get another you might get hit with another week or so in february but then you know it starts to, you know, the, 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 the earth starts to turn, the north part of the earth starts to face the sun more and get more sunlight each day and it warms up and all that. So we're in that cold stretch. And we're in, we're in the home stretch of the cold stretch because today, being Saturday as I record this, the temperature is supposed to get up, I think, into the teens. And then tomorrow, it's supposed to get up into the 20s. And then next week, it's going to be in the 30s. Now, I'll tell you something. Now, if you're in a warm climate area listening to the show uh, or a temperate area that doesn't, you know, 30 degrees Fahrenheit is cold to you, uh, that is cold to us at the end of October. A 30-degree day at the end of October is freaking freezing. That's really cold. If if the high is 30 degrees, oh, geez, it's cold. 30 degrees, a high of 30 degrees at the end of January is T-shirt weather almost it's just we become acclimated and so when that warmer when it becomes warmer even though it's that same 30 degrees you know 30 degrees on uh on october 31st which i think we did have a cold last stretch of october uh or and it certainly had the little cold stretches in in uh uh, november that got pretty cold and even you know a 30 degree in november can at the beginning of november can feel really cold at the end of november it's not as bad but i'm telling you right now I mean next week they're predicting the temperatures are going to be in the mid 30s through the whole week and about 10 days out at one point they were saying it might be getting close to 40 degrees which is just I mean that's you know put on your swimsuit and go out and get some sun that's how it is when you live in this kind of this kind of climate, anyway. So enough of the uh, personal update type stuff. I think I've gotten to a break. I don't know. Uh, anyway, wh- you're listening to Dimland Radio on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim Doctor Jim Fitzsimmons. I will return after this break. You know, if I can maneuver into a tight parking spot at the mall, I'm pretty much sexually satisfied. And I've been to the mall twice today already. You're listening to Z-Talk Radio Network.
1: endlessly pushing the rock of reason up the hill of paranormal it's dr dim and you're listening to Dimland radio on z talk radio network
0: carbon monoxide is a colorless odorless gas that can be fatal don't use anything indoors that burns fuel such as gasoline powered generators camp stoves and lanterns or charcoal grills opening doors and windows or using fans isn't enough Have your vents and chimneys checked to make sure water heater and gas furnace exhausts aren't blocked. If you feel sick, dizzy, or weak while using a generator, get to fresh air right away. From the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency.
1: Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the
0: world? You're listening to Z-Talk Radio Network. And welcome back to Dimland Radio here in the Z Talk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. Uh, okay, so uh, what do I got here? Um, I got into a, well, I was faced with a conflict uh, uh, based on the generation gap. I, uh, I got into it with a Gen Xer and, uh, you know, over, uh, over ownership of a certain cultural phenomenon. Uh, a while back, uh, uh, somebody put up on the uh, on the Facebook they, they put a uh, they posted the logo for the um, Saturday morning uh, interstitials uh, you know stuck into commercial breaks, uh, two or three minute pieces of uh, of uh, educational material, animated called Schoolhouse Rock. You remember that Schoolhouse Rock? And uh, and that debuted. Oh, okay, get, I gotta get my. Sh-, 1973 on January 6, 1973. Hey, who knew January 6 would be known for? Could be known for something else other than Donald Trump attempting to throw overthrow our government. Oh, the peerless loser tried to overthrow our government. Peerless. I'm calling him peerless loser now because as losers go, he has no peer. He's just a peerless loser. Tried to overthrow the gov- the, uh, the the government because he lost an election and he he lied to his followers saying that it was stolen from him. Which you know, it's it's all been done. It's all been pointed out. Court cases. All the legal means by which he could challenge the election were exhausted. So then he said, "Well, let's go with the illegal means. Let's go send my rabid followers down there to attack the Capitol. And if they kill Mike Pence, eh, what are you gonna do?" So, anyway, uh, you know, he was in court, and his lawyers were trying to argue that he's got presidential immunity, and he's saying this on the, on the truth social thing, that he's got his fake ex, you know, which used to be Twitter, you know, his fake little thing there, and it's just him, really. And he got out there saying that presidents should have immunity, even if they cross the line, even if something. They should have immunity. Otherwise, you know, really, they'll just be prosecuted as soon as they leave office. Yeah, that's happened how many times? Uh, prior to you being president, let's see, let me think. Um, let's, see. let's see, how many presidents was there? Was one, none? see you see uh, George Washington? None. No president has ever left office and been prosecuted. Now Nixon might have, Nixon might have gotten close, but uh, um, Gerald Ford pardoned him. So that would end to that. So it, this is just you know some bullshit effort. But you, can you, th- you think of the the uh, of the of the implications of such a thing? Now I've heard other people mention this. you know, I'm not the first, and it's I'm a little behind the times. So and I'm, I'm, I'm not as timely as I maybe I should be when I talk about this, but. I, I've heard others make this similar objections. I mean, there's a meme going around that shows uh, President Biden on the phone saying, hello, SEAL Team 6, because one of the appellate judges, uh, one, of the, one of the judges in this, there's three judges for this case, uh, in which in which the Peerless uh, Losers uh, legal team is arguing that he has immunity. Uh, one of them asks, well, okay, so what's what's the stop? I, I mean, w- would he then be able to, uh, w- would a politician be able to kill a political rival? And because they're not Im- Im- impeached, oh, excuse me, and then uh, 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 convicted, impeached in the House and convicted by the Senate, uh, they can't be prosecuted for that? Is that what you're telling me? And the lawyer's kind of, uh, well, uh, uh well, and, oh, so I'm then the justice well, I guess you're saying no. And he said, well, it's a qualified yes. <laughs> so a qualified yes. Yes. That's what he's saying. They can And so this is the, the thing uh, that I haven't heard anybody else bring up. Cause so let's say, uh, you know, all right, so you can start killing their political rivals because, you know, they can do that and then re- immediately resign while well, they're out of office they can't be prosecuted for what they did because they weren't impeached and and convicted although you can be impeached when you're not in office and you can be convicted when you're not in office but the senate that could have put this 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 peerless loser stain on our history could have put this in our past by saying yeah we're even though he's not president anymore we're going to convict but they didn't they just kicked the can down the road and now it's biting them in the ass and there's even more mega Creepeds in in the in the in the uh in the house uh, yeah or at least you know the, yeah it's just it's just crazy it's it's kinda crazy. It's I mean when Trump loses this next election he's gonna say it was rigged and you know, when he gets the nomination he's gonna go on the if the only is if it's rigged and then he's gonna claim it was rigged and it's just we're gonna be in this shit for even more. Anyway where was I going? <laughs> I did not hear anybody make this point. Let's say the judge's scenario plays out and, and what House member is going to bring articles of impeachment against the president who can who has just murdered one of his political rivals? because the moment somebody in the House stands up to do such a thing, the president consider them a a political rival and seal team six, huh? It's just obviously the the ruling is it's you know I'm, we're pretty sure that the appellate court's not gonna not gonna give him immunity and and then it'll go to the Supreme Court and who knows what the steppard wife and and the party boy and and all the and the other liars the ones that lied to get onto the court saying oh no Roe is settled law it's settled law we it's you oh, you can't. we're not gonna overturn that oh no it's settled law and as soon as they had enough people to do it boom they overturned it. Which is another thing, because I get I've had some friends, uh, you know, at the skeptics meetup, and they were there was a few of them there. They were all saying, yeah, Trump's going to get reelected. Oh, yeah, he's going to get reelected. And I, I disagree with them. I disagree with them completely because we've seen what's happened since Biden got elected. We've seen Georgia elect the two Democrat senators, and then we've seen them re-elect the the one Democrat senator when the you know it was a it was a special election thing that happened uh, with the next round of elections in the in 2022. Uh, two, you know there wasn't a red wave. the the referendums and things that have been voted on since then that have a you know the Democrat um, supported referendums have been have passed you know the, the stuff that's uh, anti uh, uh the measures to enshrine abortion into le- the rights of a states have have happened have passed and all that kind of stuff so i have a feeling that you know once trump gets the nomination the the democratic party is just going to start hammering home everything they're just going to remind everybody every day. Remember, this is what this guy did. This, and then show the pictures of the insurrection. Remind them, and then play Trump himself saying, "I destroyed Roe. Roe. I only I could do it. I got rid of Roe. I got rid of Roe." Just remind people so we have another Roevember this year. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't think he's, you know, I'm, but boy, well, I hope I hope I'm right. <laughs> I'm usually pessimistic about things. I hope I'm right on this because you imagine if that if that ass white becomes president again anyway I was saying that I got into a thing about uh, um, uh, schoolhouse rock <laughs> you didn't think I'd get back there did you schoolhouse rock um, so that debuted in 1974 73 73 debut in 1973 um, and it's a, it, it's like a three minute cartoon that uh, de- you know, does multiplication, or does grammar, or history, or things like that. And there, a lot of them are very clever and catchy. It's the conjunction junction, what's your function, it's it's that. Although that's not my favorite of theirs. Um, I think the one about the Constitution is pretty good. We the people, in order to form a more perfect union. You know, that one I really like. Uh, but anyway. And little 12 toes, that was a good one. So the person who posted it said in their comment when they posted they put gen x alert who remembers this and i innocently or as a friend of mine would say i trolled but i innocently innocently said well it's a it's a boomer thing too it's a boomer alert too you know and then some gen xer got after me saying you know, like, okay, boomer, essentially, saying, you know, it's, you you guys were watching the Howdy Doody shit, you you didn't even have color TV, you were just, you know, like, just, you know, stop taking our culture from us. It got on me like that, and I calmly, and uh, commented back, the baby boom lasted uh, from, I thought, I said 1948, it was 1947, 46, I'm sorry, 1946 is when it started. It, start, it went from 1946 to 1964. I was born at the tail end of that. You know, and I said, uh, I was eight years old when Schoolhouse Rock uh, debuted. So, you know, uh, it's as much my culture as it is yours. And and, and and I was expecting a lot of fight back with this guy. But, no, he called came back and said, Well, hey, you're close enough. Come over to Gen X. Come over to Gen X. You're close enough. You don't, you don't want to put up with all that hippie shit, which is right. You know, the hippie shit. We look at the older baby boom and we go, oh, you guys. <laughs> oh, what'd you do? <laughs> but we're still in your same group. Which got me to thinking. You know, I started looking around. I found out that there is a there's there's somebody. I don't know who comes up with the generations, but there's a Generation Jones, which is uh, I wrote it down. Generation Jones is part of the baby boom, or it's I think it's also called like the baby boom two, um, where they split the boom in half. There's boom one and boom two, and so the Generation Jones or boom two goes from 1954 to 1965. So, technically, I'm a Jones, which I'm fine with being a Jones. That's, that's fine, because everybody wants to keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> anyway, nobody wants to keep up with me, believe me. <laughs> uh, kids, I tell you. Anyway, uh, so I got looking at this generation thing. And it, it's, I, I don't know how they figured this out. I found something that goes, it goes back to 1890, the naming of generations of, of something that I could find. So that generation, 1890, uh, so 1890 to 1915, so that you you have to count you know, the, the beginning year and the end years. That's 26 years. 26-year 26 generation. Uh, it was called the lost generation. So that's 1890 to 1915. However, within the lost generation, 1901 to 1913, which is a 13-year generation, uh, it's called the, the interbellum generation. Generation. So that's between World War I and World War II, interbellum. So that goes from 1901 to 1913. But that's, but so those, those people could call themselves the interbellum generation, but they could also say we're part of the, the, uh, the lost generation. Then there's the greatest generation. That one starts out, and there's an overlap there as well. That generation starts in 1910 and runs to 1924, which is 15 years. But in 1910, so the first five years or six years of the greatest generation is also within the the lost generation, and let's see, what three of those years are within, or four of those years are within, uh, not the lost generation, yeah, the lost generation are within the interbellum generation. So there, there's this weird intermix going on here. I don't, I don't understand it. But you know, a 26 year generation that doesn't make any sense to me. You, you shouldn't be able to have a generation where you're born in that first year of it and then you have, you know, you, you get married at age 20, let's say, you know, because that's how they did things then, and you have a kid. That kid is in your same generation. Except it's not. You it's a different it, you, it's it's your kid. It's your offspring. That's a generation there. You you generated an offspring. So how is it that they're in the same generation that you are? I guess they could, you know, depending on when, they could say, "Well, I'm part of the greatest generation," or they could say that they're 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 part of the uh, uh, the uh, that lost generation there. Maybe depending on what year they were born, but you, it, that does it's that's a weird to have it be that long. I don't think a generation. I think 15 years is about a, a decent amount of time for a generation. Because I mean, even though it could still happen, but if you've got like a 20 year generation, which by the way, uh, the generation following. The, uh, the greatest generation was known as the silent generation and they went from 1925 to 1945. So that's a 21 year generation. Again, within that generation you could have people being born at the beginning, have kids during that, that time period and their kids are part of that same generation. Doesn't make any sense. So after, after 1945, 1946 to 1964 is the baby boom. Now that's 19 years if I got my math right. And And there you go. You could still have Somebody born at the beginning, have a kid during it, they're both part of the same generation. It doesn't make any sense. So what begins to happen after the baby boom is the generations begin to start settling in on about 15 years. They start to settle in. Because you get Generation X, which is a baby bust, apparently, because maybe less kids born or whatever. It's a generation, well, certainly less kids born than in the baby boom. Uh, That goes from 1965 to 1979. And so that's 15 years. After that is Gen Y or Millennials or Generation Next, and that's uh, 1980 to 1995. That's 16 years. Uh, then we and, and you notice that these there's no overlap. There's not after you get past the ba- well. Let's see the greatest uh, starting with the gr- greatest generation. There's no overlapping. I'm sorry, starting with the silent generation. Yeah, from 1925 to 1945, it 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 takes up after the greatest generation, which ended in 24, but greatest generation overlaps with interbellum and lost generations. So from the silent generation, none of them overlap. There's no overlap from from 1925 on. So what's next? Uh, After the millennials, we got the Gen Z which is 96 to 2010. Well, that's 15 years. And then I see that generation alpha is what we're currently in, with the kids being born now, uh, starting in 2011, going to 2025. I guess they're figuring it out so that it's that's about 15 years. So that makes more sense to me that that you know, even though it's possible to be you know born at the beginning of that boom or that generation and have a kid when you're 14, and the kids, you know, or, or, you know, get someone pregnant or get pregnant when you're 14 and then have the kid before that year's, that the 15 years stretches out and be part of the same generation. But it's just not going to be as often. It's just a weird, weird thing. But um, I'm glad that the, the conversation that I had with the fellow ended up you know, being like, oh, okay, well, you know, that's cool. I said, hey, I'm cool with being a Generation Jones. That's all that. I'm, I'm cool with that. But, uh, you know, Schoolhouse Rock, which is awesome. Uh, some of them, uh, some of the, uh, schoolhouse rock, some of the stuff that they did and though are going to be a little bit, uh, the eyebrows are going to come up, you know, they got some characters smoking in them. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, like, well, there's one that I can think of where, uh, it has a guy, a cat playing pool, a big fat cat playing pool, dressed in a zoot suit kind of thing with a big cigar. And, uh, you know, it's like, uh, ah, not sure if a cigar is going to fly today, and then there's some stuff about the great melting pot and manifest destiny in their history stuff. Uh, that might be that that might be a little different looked upon a little differently today. Uh, uh, but yeah. We grow, we learn, we move on. What time is it? It's time for me to take my next break. You're listening to Dimland Radio on the Z Talk Radio Network at ZtalkRadio.com. I'll be back after this break. You're listening to Z Talk Radio, the number one choice for music, sports, news, and talk radio. So keep that dial locked to ZTalkRadio.com.
1: Remember, there's no hugging in the chat room. You're listening to Dimland Radio on Z Talk Radio Network.
0: station that beats all, of the all the competition and we'll prove it as soon as we hear any competition you're listening to z talk radio network <laughs> Well, hi! Welcome back to Jimland Radio, which is uh, the show you've been listening to. That was a nice little break there, wasn't it? Never as long as I'd like them to be, but I don't want to go too long. You'll get annoyed if I make a five-minute break, rather than a two- or three-minute break. Anyway, um, I mean, you'll ha- you'd have to hit that forward button so many more times than you have to otherwise. Or you can just listen to them. Um, let's see. I'm not sure where to hit next. Let's do this. Uh, last week, <clears throat> I uh, played a. Uh, uh, let me uh, let me get it pulled up here. I played a bumper. Uh, I'm gonna play it for you right now, just to remind you. Uh, I played this. Uh, hang on, have a listen. <coughs> I wish I could play the whole song, but I can't. Uh, if you uh, have been listening to my show for uh, any amount of time, you've probably heard me say that you can check out the show notes for the show, which is uh, uh, you go to dimland.com, and you click on the show notes slash blog option, and you'll get the show notes for whichever show you want to check out, because you can scroll through and and do them. But the current show should be, uh, should be what's up there. And... Um, in the show notes and again if you're not listening to the show notes or reading the show notes you listen to the show you read the show notes if you're not reading the show notes you're only getting like 48.6 percent of the show that's about yeah you're not getting the whole thing Uh, because the show notes page will have links to some of the stuff i talk about where i'm getting my information that kind of thing so you can check up on me uh, and if you find me making a mistake, be sure to let me know. You can email me at drdim at dimland.com. That's D R D I M at dimland.com. You can email me there. You know, and I'll 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 check it once in a while to <laughs> see if I get something. Every now and then there's something in there. There's a lot of spam. Oh, there's so much spam in there about you know bullshit stuff too. It says, Do you guys not know what show I do? I mean when I mentioned I had this uh, this uh, this black eye thing from from sinus infection, when I mentioned that on Facebook, I had two spammers come in there and say, oh, you should use this herbal remedy thing. This person here has got this all figured out. It cured my whatever and ever. And I went, you yeah, know, you're just uh, you're 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 throwing up a bunch of logical fallacies. You know, you're appeal to nature, appeal to antiquity, appeal to authority, appeal to practicality, which I learned is what we call the it works for me fallacy. You know, appeal, appeal to practicality. Well, it works for me. But the thing is, does it work for you? does it? Did it really? Or was it something else? Or was it the actual medicine that you took and not the herbal remedy thing? Yeah. Yeah. You can get medicine from plants. And one of them made that, oh, science studies plants and they get the extracts and they use them to make their medicine. Well, yeah. Because that stuff works. You know what would you call alternative medicine that works? Medicine. It, 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 there's a comedian, Dara O'Brien, uh, has a, uh, he's an Irish comedian. He has this routine where he talks about science and all that. He says something like, you know, uh, people will, will uh, try to uh, denigrate science by saying, oh, science doesn't know everything. And he says, well, yeah, science knows it doesn't know everything, otherwise it would stop. We know everything now. No, no sense in continuing to do science. That's my add on. Just you know, He didn't say that. But then he says, you know, the natural remedies. Well, sure, they looked at the stuff. And they found all that stuff that worked. It became medicine. And that which didn't was a potpourri or a soup or something like that. The routine That's part of his routine. So, yeah. So they, they get up there and I, I reported them as spammers. So if, if, when the second one hit, I just went, oh, come on. At first one, I thought, well, this could be genuinely somebody who's, who's uh, excited about this. Oh, this will work for you. And then when the second one came in, you know, with the same kind of bullshit, but attributing it to some other authority, and I just, uh, it's just, these are just spammers. They just saw sinus infection somehow. You know, whatever software they have that just spotted saw that, that sinus infection on my page. And they popped in there to throw in some bullshit. Anyway. So I put up uh, in the show notes, I put links to uh, YouTube videos of the songs that I play as my bumpers. And that, that bit of music I just played for you, that's that's a song called One Step Ahead. And it's by the band Split Ends, which I think Split Ends uh, formed in New Zealand. I know that part because it's Split Ends, E-N-Z. That's not End-Z, uh, you know, Ends with an S, a D and an S. It's E-N-Z, because the N-Z stands for New Zealand. And uh, the band, uh, original members in the band were uh, uh, Neil Finn and his brother Tim uh, are in the band. And I think there might be another brother in there. I'm not sure. But, you know, it's a band out of New Zealand. And in the United States, they had maybe really one hit that that people might recognize. And that's the song, I Got You. I don't know why. Sometimes I feel frightened, you know, that thing. You can see my eyes, you can tell that I'm not lying. I got you, and that's all I want. You know, that, that song. That song there. I, I don't have a little clip to play for it, so anyway. that That might be the one hit that we know of. I know maybe like a half a dozen songs by them, and One Step Ahead is my favorite of the songs that they do. I just like the pace of it. I like the... This, the the new wave feel of it but yet not you know it's a little quirky but not overly so uh, I, I just like it. I think it's a nice song well put together you know it's I, I enjoy it and I like Neil Finn's voice he sings it and his brother Tim comes in with backing vocal uh, and it's you know it's I think it's really good. I think it's a really good song. So when I finish my show and I get around to doing the show notes, uh, usually I do them on Monday nights. Last week I did them on Tuesday night. Sorry, but anyway, uh, when I get around to doing them, I put in uh, uh, links to the YouTube clips of the songs that I use in my uh, uh, that I use in, in on the show. Uh, so that way you can check out the song, see how cool it is, and know that I'll, you know Jim has a really good taste in music. Uh, and maybe you add it to your Spotify or to your Apple Music or something, or you go out and buy physical. CD of the artist or something. Something, you know, just, you know, because stuff's really good. The song, uh, One Step Ahead, was released in 1980, and uh, when I was picking out uh, the, the clips to link to, I just I do this once in a while, uh, I link to live versions of the song, uh, and I decided uh, last week I was able to find a live version of each of the songs that I, I played in the show. And, and so when I found that, um, I found a couple things with the Split Ends song, you know, One Step Ahead. I saw uh, one that's got to be 1980-ish, because uh, they're, they're performing on some TV show, it appears to be. Where, and, and, the, uh, and they're actually performing live. They're actually playing live. You know, like they used to do, uh, do on Saturday Night Live. They used to have the bands play live. On the show, and 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 some of them might still do so now. But I, there's I, you know, uh, uh, what's her name Simpson, wasn't the uh, only one who's probably been doing some lip syncing on there. But for the most part, Saturday Night Live had the re- ha- at least still has the reputation that their bands play live, and that was an anomaly. But I don't think so. Call me cynical. I don't think it's an anomaly. I think uh, there's more. It happens more often than than we realize. But whatever show. Split Ends was on, maybe a show that was in Australia or New Zealand, they were playing live, and they are all like twenty something, and they're all dressed, you know, a little artsy dress kind of thing, and they got the new wave haircuts, and they and they have uh, certain kind of quirkiness to them. Their moves are just a little odd, not quite like you know like regular pops, no, not regular, but anyway, but the more mainstream pop stars and rock stars, where they have a certain attitude and certain moves. You know, you watch Neil Finn sing, and he he makes certain facial expressions, and he jerk his head around a little bit, just to it. It's just I don't know if it's a Devo influence or or what? But there's just a certain. uh, There was some new wave uh, uh, acts back then that would just take on like almost like a robotic kind of uh, uh, not human moves to their moves, just something like that. And so they had that going. And but the thing is, the live version was really good. And I think it's just performed by the band. They don't have. I, I couldn't detect anything like a backing track or anything. It's just like they were performing the song. And, uh, and Neil Finn was singing it and he's got a good voice, you know, singing live. There was no autotune tune in those days. And then uh, I found another clip and I'm going to put both of these on this week's show notes. So you can compare and contrast them. Uh, I found another clip and this is of Neil Finn and this is from 2015. So that's like, what, 35 years later. And so he's, he's in his fifties, maybe close to 60. I don't know exactly how old he was in the early clip and he's he's performing that same song uh, but this time it's not with the band split ends it's him uh there's a couple piano players sitting behind him i think there's a drummer back there and to his behind him to his left is a string section and i don't know how many people all together it's like i don't know a dozen uh somewhere maybe that many and they, you know, playing strings—you know, violins, violas, uh, and 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 cellos, and whatever else. You know, so they're all playing back there. And so, he's playing the same song, one step ahead. Uh, but this time, uh, they extend the intro. He does you know a little instrumental intro, and then they get into the song, and they kind of extend it toward the end of the song. They give it a little more and all that. And one of the things I noticed uh, was his voice is was still just as good. Held uh, held up really good. And the other thing about it, the presentation. Gone is the quirkiness and the artsy clothes and the new wave hair. It's just, you know, whatever his hair does and he's got, you know, just a like a like a blazer or suit jacket with a, like a t-shirt under it and just you know sensible clothes it's not it's not like he's trying to show off or look odd or different he's just this is about the music and and the earlier band might have been about the music too uh, mainly about that but there's a certain presentation to what they were doing and and that's maybe uh, um that may be just a youthfulness uh that that's what they do and then and, and as as neil got older and He's just more interested in producing the music on stage. And and the blending of the strings with the song was just so wonderful. It just, it really works really well. And like I said, his voice holds up so good. And it's just a it's it's a really nice, it's a really cool uh, compare and contrast between the two things. Uh it's I think it's worth checking out. You you should yeah, you should check it out <laughs> when and if you can. Uh so um <clears throat> Yeah, they'll be on the show notes page. Go to gimlin.com, click on the show notes slash blog option. You'll get to them. I will try to have them up Monday night. And I usually drop the show into the podcast feed on Monday nights as well. So, unless you're listening to this on Saturday, you're just going to have to wait. And that's Trisha. Trisha's the only one listening on Saturday. Hi, Trisha. All right, one last thing. As long as I'm uh, talking about music. Um, this, I, this, this came about on the Facebook, uh, recently. Excuse me, I'm going to take a little sip here. Mmm, mm, that's some good Dr. Pepper Zero. I had to look at it, make sure what I was drinking. Um, this meme was shared a while back. <clears throat> and it's, uh, uh, I think it was shared on X, formerly Twitter. Uh, and it says this. Breaking news. Ted Nugent, while performing at the Benton Harbor Chili Cook-Off, triggered the Swifties when he said, God bless her, she's done more with less talent than anyone in the in the music industry. Her songs have no meaning and fu- no fire. Her shows are filled with gimmicks. This is Ted Nugent. The Motor City Madman. The Nuge. The guy who's... I'm sorry but he's you know he 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 had a fair music career uh but he's he's going to be considered one of those also-rans. He's not going to be up there with the considered with the great guitarists and the great rockers. Uh, he's not going to be up there. You know, he's going to be like the B tier. Just that, you know, he's not going to be he's certainly not in the who's category. He may be a better guitarist than Pete Townsend. I I, I say that because Pete Townsend's not a lead guitar player. He does play lead and he's pretty good. He's a rhythm guitar player. He's a damn good at that. So I don't know. I've I've heard some people make disparage or read some disparaging comments about Ted Nugent's uh, guitar playing ability. But really, he's going to have like one song in a band from a band he was in. In the '60s, called the Amboy Dukes, and that song is uh, "Journey to the Center of My Mind" or "Your Mind" or something like that. Come along if you dare, bum 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 bum. Come along if you get you know, Yeah, that song. Uh, he's part of that, and that's the one thing that's going to be remembered. His other stuff, yeah, I have a feeling he's just be more remembered from being a a dipshit who's you know thinks it's you know fun to wear a, a you know Confederate flag shirt on stage, and you know the guy that goes on about hunting. You know, animals with with bow and arrow and all that shit. You know, this 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 right wing goon kind of guy who has a problem with Taylor Swift. Except, this meme I think is just made up, as it meant as a way to needle uh, Ted Nugent because I could not find that I could not confirm that he did play the the uh, Benton Harbor Chili Cookoff because right there that's an insult to him. Taylor Swift is filling stadiums, and you're playing some free event, chili cook-off thing? I mean, uh, the, the Cheap Trick played at the Minneapolis Rib Fest several years ago. And it was free, and they were great, and it was fun, but, you know, that, that's they used to... I don't know if they ever filled stadiums, but, well, you know, they, they their career is kind of... But they've been a working band their entire time. They just keep working. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they're still touring right now. But, you know and Ted Nugent I I don't know what kind of stuff he's doing tour wise in that and I don't know that he that he, that he played the Benton Harbor cook chili cook-off which is a thing I looked that up it is a thing and I wouldn't be surprised if they have you know bands play at it if it's anything like the Minneapolis Ripfest used to be I don't know if the Minneapolis Ripfest happens anymore but okay so so he's yeah he, I did find some thing that you know where he was making some comments about Taylor Swift and that and then this whole thing about right wingers freaking out about Taylor Swift you know there's there's the incel incel guys on the uh, on the YouTube and, and and you know those podcast kind of things with right wing idiots that uh, <clears throat> that you know they're just oh, she's not even pretty. Yeah, she looks like a boy. <laughs> she's pretty. I mean I don't I, I don't know if I know I'm sure I've heard something of it, of her of her songs some bit of it i'm sure i mean i've gone to a store and i'm sure that her music might have been playing while i was in the store and i had no idea who it was i wouldn't be able to name a taylor swift song for you i don't i don't know any she's not you know I, I, I you know i can't even say that i don't know if she's somebody i'd be interested in musically because i don't know if i've ever heard any of her songs so i can't say that she's not my kind of thing it's just that she's one of the new ones I can't keep up with the new ones. <laughs> I'm busy keeping up with the old ones. The entertainers and singers and stuff. So, you know, it's, I don't know. I have no idea. If she, but she has a massive following. And so these right-wingers are all upset about about her. They're not upset about her because, because uh, she has no fire. And her shows are filled with gimmicks. They're upset with her because she has Influence. She's getting her Swifties, those are her dedicated followers. She's getting her Swifties who are of voting age to register and to vote. And to vote for Democrats. That's why all the right wingers are all upset with her. You don't hear them whining about Katy Perry. Katy Perry's, you know, may not be as popular as she was, but you know, she doesn't have her Katy's. <laughs> What do we call her fans? Her you know, the I don't know if she has an equivalent to the Swifties. But if she did, and let's say she had them, you know, go out there to support Trump, do you think the right wingers have any problem with her? Of course not. Democrat people would. <laughs> but, you know, that's how it is. But that's that's the reason. Let rest assured that's the reason why um why the the right is so upset with Taylor Swift is because because she's influencing her Swifties to vote for Democrats. That's why. Uh, and look, and in looking for this, I did find uh, a quote that I think is legitimately uh, from Ted about, uh, about Taylor Swift. And uh, let me see. I'm going to find it in my notes. Uh, she had said, or he had said, <clears throat> um, quote, I'm afraid this, st- Jesus, I can't read sometimes, you know, it's really strange. I really try. <laughs> I, you know, I envy people who can read out loud without tripping over any words. I, d- I don't know how they do it. You know, I, c- I couldn't do a scripted show because, you know, I mean, I can read, I can write, It's just reading out loud. I I don't know why. I I don't know if there's a trick, if there's something I can train to do to get my brain to not trip over words. I just do. I don't think it's dyslexia or anything like that. I don't think it's that. Um, You know, because, like I said, I have no problem reading. Reading to myself and comprehending. I can do that. But when I read out loud, it's just sometimes I, I fly right through it. No problems. And sometimes I trip. I don't know what it is. Anyway, I'm going to try this again. Okay, enough of this aside. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so um, the quote is, I'm afraid the success of Taylor Swift, and again, God bless her work ethic, God bless her musical dreams, but that's cartoon music, unquote. Cartoon music. This is Ted Nugent saying this. You know, it's cartoon music. Well, I guess... Uh, I, I'm sure you know she doesn't have anything that quite measures up to Wang Dang Sweet Poon Tang. Good night, Herr
1: Good night, Frau Blucher.
0: You know he's uh, he's got a song about called Jailbait in which he's pining for a 13 year old and at some point in the song he tells the police officer to take the cuffs off of him, put them on her, and they could share. Her. Yeah. Anyway, you've been listening to Dimland Radio on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. Uh, I'm reminding you all to uh, be skeptical and all that, and to sleep with the lights off. We'll t- see you next time. Production of the Z Talk Radio Network. And now a message to
1: our competitors. Thanks, thanks for tuning us in.